Hey friend, welcome to Friday. Thanks for joining me for Enough for Today. And as we come into the weekend, I want to tell you a couple things. First of all, we will continue in John 10. We have a, a, a wonderful weekend of Thanksgiving um, planned. And that really culminates Sunday night with our night of worship. And uh, I hope you'll, you'll be here and lift up your voice as we've been reading in this psalm. And, and for about an hour or more, we will just worship Jesus. We will hear briefly from his word, and then we will celebrate, commemorate, remember him through the Lord's table. It will be a very special time. So that's at six o'clock on Sunday night, in addition to our, uh, to our morning program and services and worship. It'll be just a great, great weekend. It will really set your heart the right direction uh, coming into Thanksgiving week. And then I just want to pause and say not only uh, happy Thanksgiving, but thank you. Thank you for um, tracking along with me on Enough for Today. Thank you for letting me have a part in your life and, and speak into your life and try to encourage you on a regular or daily basis. Many of you are, are, are tracking along every day, and uh, I'm just honored that you would, and it is meaningful. And I, re- I love to hear from you, by the way, so shoot me an email and let me know that you're, that you're still along for the journey, and uh, it, it's encouraging to hear from you. So as we wrap up our week, we're in Psalm 66. <clears throat> we studied yesterday that he rules by his power forever and his eyes behold the nations. And so we're not to let the rebellious exalt themselves. And then we see that little word, Selah. So now it's a new paragraph and a new stream of thought. Oh, bless our God, you people, and make the voice of his praise to be heard. So here's an admonition. It's a call. It's a call to worship. Oh, bless our God. Lift up your voice and bless him. Praise him. And just the idea that my voice could pray could be meaningful to God is mind-blowing. It's wonderful. Uh, the fact that God takes delight, that God is pleased when your voice is lifted up to bless him, that you have the capability to bless the creator of the universe is an amazing thing. You were created to do it. It fills and blesses your own heart when you do it, and it honors and delights and pleases him. And I just believe it kind of sets his spirit free in our lives to lead us and guide us. And uh, it causes flourishing. It brings about flourishing. <clears throat> so, oh, bless our God, ye people. And I love this. Make the voice of his praise to be heard. God, God calls for a, his people on this planet to let his praise be heard. Somebody needs to hear the praise of God from you. And God is going to use that praise to either convict or encourage or bless or lift up or draw somebody else that's in proximity to you. They're going to hear your praise. They're going to see your relationship. They're going to admire your good shepherd and the care that he gives in your life. They're going to wonder and marvel at your joy and then they're going to want that. They're going to, they're going to say, I want your God. I, my gods are not good to me. My gods don't do anything worth praising. My gods make me work endlessly. My gods require incredible um, <clears throat> toil and labor, and it still doesn't pay off. Your God is good to you. Your God seems to be putting joy and happiness into you. I hear you all the time thanking and praising and celebrating your God. It's a powerful thing when other people hear your voice praising God. 
So, O bless our God, you people, make the voice of his praise to be heard, which holdeth our soul in life. (laughs) Oh, let it sink in, my friend. God holds your soul in life. He holds you in fullness of life, abundant life, eternal life. Um, He rescues you from death, condemnation, judgment, and he secures you. We studied this in John 10 on Sunday. No man can pluck them out of my hand, which holdeth our soul in life and suffereth not, allows not our feet to be moved. We're walking through treacherous, slippery, thin ice territory in life. Life is exceedingly fragile, but when we belong to God, he grounds us, he makes us buoyant, endurable, uh, durable, indestructible, and he and He anchors us. He sets our feet on a rock <clears throat> so that we can be unmoved by the events of this world, by the difficulties of our lives, and He holds our soul in, in stability and security and life. What, what an amazing verse. <clears throat> and what a great reason to bless him. Let's keep reading verse 10. For thou, O God, hast proved us. Thou hast tried us as silver is tried. Now, boy, that goes deep. These people, and we're going to read it tomorrow uh, or Monday, he has brought us through some difficult times. Now, this is after the fact, the praisers, the singers, the, the followers of God are looking back on the trying. They're looking back on the proving, and they're seeing that God brought them through and established them in it. Do you see the verse 9, the holding our soul in life and suffering not our feet to move, moved, ties into, for thou, O God, has proved us. God, when you were proving us, you held us. You held us steady. You secured us. God, when you were trying us, when you were testing us, when you were purifying and maturing and sanctifying and proving us like silver in the fire, when you brought us into the fire, you were with us. You stood by us. You kept us from being consumed. So there's this beautiful picture, not of a life of bliss and ease and never a burden, never pain, never hardship. No, through hardship, security through difficulty, durability, through uh, the valley of the shadow of death, thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. So a a following God life is not a trouble-free life. It's just a secure life in spite of trouble. It's a strong life in spite of the storms. It's It's an enduring durability and promise and hope in spite of the instability that surrounds us. So uh, God is and does prove us and put us through trying times and lead us uh, as silver being tried, purifying, sanctifying, growing, but it's a beautiful and a wonderful work. And afterward, Hebrew says it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness. Don't let him, don't let the works that God is doing make you bitter. Let it make you better because that's what he's doing. In love, he is cultivating you forward. And until you see it, he is holding your soul in life and making sure your feet always hit solid ground. Happy Friday, my friend. We'll see you on Monday. And don't forget Sunday, night of worship, 6 o'clock.